1: And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name's Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. On today's episode, I want to welcome Trevor Hendy. Throughout the late 1980s and early 1990s, Hendy competed in Ironman races, winning the Australian Championship six times and coming second on three occasions. He also won the Uncle Toby Super Series four times and was made a member of the Order of Australia in 1996. In 2015, he came out of retirement at the age of 46 for a race with his son at the Australian Titles. What started out as a bit of fun turned into one of the greatest moments in surf lifesaving history as they took out the gold medal in the Australian Board Rescue event. Trevor, thank you so much for coming and chatting to me today, mate. I think um, I first reached out to you, God, it would have been maybe four, five years ago. We didn't end up, you know, connecting properly, but it was, I'd seen what you've done from afar and I remember growing up as a kid and seeing you on uh, Nutrigrain boxes and things like that um so I was yeah super excited to finally have this opportunity to chat to you so I just want to say first of all thank you mate for making the time
0: oh thanks Nick and um stoked to be on with you as well and it's a shame we didn't get together all those years ago and you know obviously the universe works in mysterious ways sometimes so here we are together now which is um we'll embrace it and make the most of it but um Mate, it's been great. Like you know, I'm aware of what you've been doing, and and um, it's really fantastic. So I'm I'm stoked to be joining you.
1: Yeah, thank you, mate. And same same on your end. I've seen from afar a lot of the work you've been doing, and it looks you know like you're making a huge impact. And uh, from what I've read, you know, researching for this interview as well, you've been on a really interesting journey of your own self development, and you're now bringing that back into, you know, into the community, which is such an amazing thing. Um, so yeah. And before I go into that, I just want to ask you, uh, how how are you going during this time? How, what's what's your experience been? What have you been up to?
0: Good question. I'm on the Gold Coast, <laughs> and obviously, while we're recording this, we're in the middle of the COVID-19, which should be COVID-20 now, shouldn't it, because we're well into 20. But, um, uh, you know, we're actually not shut down up here. Um, restaurants and bars are back open again, and, and there's not restrictions on numbers and all sorts of stuff. And, and so we did a pretty good job up here, I think, early shutting the borders and restricting it to our area and cleaning it up. I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure, I'm no scientist, but I think the warm weather helps because less people are less inclined to the immune system, doesn't drop down as much and pick up these things. So. Um, It hasn't spread and we've got about three cases up here at the moment and they keep isolating those and and, uh, we've got three and they all came from Melbourne. They snuck (laughs) over the border. Um, So the the state government's got pretty gnarly lately and actually shut the border to New South Wales and Queensland except if you're in what's called the border bubble. But, um, you know, I, um, to be honest, like it's, you know, I'm aware of the pain and the suffering of everybody else and I'm aware of the heartache and the loss and everything but we can all only have our own perspective. And mm-hmm. I, I, the the lockdown when we had it up here was so needed for me. The fact that I'm not travelling the world at the moment, doing the talks that I'm doing in Australia and everything else, which financially, obviously, is a, is a huge hole to what it normally is. But um, but I'm just so stoked to be home with my family for an extended period of time. I'm stoked to... I've got back in the water. I've just done 10 weeks of training with our Surfers Paradise Surf Club Ironman squad, You know, in cl- which includes my... Yeah. 25 year old son who's in the top half a dozen in the world now and and, um and his training partners who have got a couple of world champions in there as well and so i'm back in the water with these guys and and um it's kind of been like a a, like a healing for me to be honest so in answering your question how am i going i'm going great you know i've actually (laughs) you know i am healed some things up spent some time at home more time with my kids and uh my kids range between 32 and 17 now and um Thirty-two-year-old has just had her and her partner Sam have just had twin boys, and um, we all live together. Congratulations! Mate. <laughs> Thank you yeah, very much. Amazing. So I'm a granddad who's actively. God,
1: you're a young-looking granddad. <laughs>
0: oh, thanks, mate. I'll take that. But um, but you know, it's the environment's great up here at the moment. It's the weather's beautiful, and the people have got yeah. a good vibe going on, and, and we, we feel very fortunate to be here and not be in lockdown somewhere else. And. And I've re- been really, really thankful. And I've also had a chance to connect with people around the world via Zoom and other things, obviously, yeah. like a lot of us have. And um, I think it's a really, really powerful time. Um, there's people really getting upset about, um, you know, alternate media and, and um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all these people with alternate science and everything else. And I think it's fantastic. I actually think people are speaking up and they're, and they're getting a chance mm-hmm. to challenge authority and... Um, you know, never too much of one thing is, is great. You don't want to have no yeah. authority yeah. and everybody, nobody listening to authority. And you don't want to have all authority where it's just everyone's believing what they are told by, you know, whoever it might be. So I'm a bit of a right through the middle guy. And I'm really noticing even around my own mental health that I'm like, oh, there's some fascinating talks now sitting on YouTube and podcasts and things happening and and I love it. I actually think it's really, really good. I'm not scared of it like some people. I'm like, no, bring it up. Let's let's listen to it. Let's hear your viewpoint, you know. And um, so I'm actually finding it a really cathartic time. So long answer, but that's how I'm going. Feel feel great.
1: I, I, I love your answer though. And I, I love what you're saying about that because, you know, it, it does, it gets, and I, I've had to stop watching a lot of news because you get, you know, exhausted from just hearing, like you're saying, either the fear mongering or, you know, these people that are just looking at, the negative after negative after negative it's it's refreshing to hear you say that and and it's so true you know we can look no matter what happens and like you said in your answer um you can look at this situation as working against you or you can look at it and think well you know what this has actually given me a reset it's given me time to take a step back to reevaluate things to do things that i wouldn't have you know had the time to do or made the time to do uh you know before the pandemic so it's it's just, it really is. And I'm sure this is a lot of what we'll discuss um, today. And, you know, through the work that you're doing, it, everything really comes back to our mindset and how we, uh, how how we look at things. And, you know, we often need to recondition how, how we view, you know, the world and how, you know, we don't make that time to look into our psyche. So it's a Really, really important thing.
0: It's made It's really cool. I'll say something quickly on that. It's it's um you know in the brain function, and I'm not a scientist. So I've spoken to a lot of neuroscientists and leaders in the field, and a lot of gut health experts at the moment are really yes. pointing out the fact that the brain has the, the gut has 90 of the information that's transferred between the gut and the brain because there's another brain in the gut and yes. another mind in the gut, and basically. Um, 100% of the information that goes backwards and forwards between the two, 90% of, of it goes from the gut to the brain. Only 10% goes from the brain to the gut. So that's nine, to, nine times out of ten, right, basically, communication that's in your brain has come from your gut. So, you know, follow yeah, your yeah, gut yeah. is quite fascinating, and that's a whole other subject I won't go into. But in, in brain chemistry and the compartments of the brain, there's a thing called the amygdala. And when the amygdala is firing up in the central upper lobe, I think it is up in the middle here anyway, when the amygdala's firing, we're in fight or flight mechanism. And that's where we burst it we, we we create adrenaline, and cortisol, and different chemicals to keep us alive and, and moving. And they were designed to to help us get past the saber tooth tiger or whatever it was in it, you know, back in our in our ancient DNA. But um, what's happened now is with constant stress and emails and the pressure of the mortgage and, you know, school and time and getting the kids to sport and, you know, our health, oh, my gut's growing. Oh, no, you know, all the constant stresses. It's like that little adrenal system is running just on trickle the whole time. So we go into adrenal overload and adrenal burnout and we're all magnesium deficient. It's the the best people in the world tell us that we're magnesium deficient these days with our soils and everything. So we're not getting out of this fight or flight and we're not actually getting into rest or recovery or rest and repair, which is actually um, where we go into the frontal lobe, um, could be wrong there, but um, basically we're out of the amygdala and we're in the rest or recovery, which is what the whole Wim Hof breathing thing is about, is using cold water and um, and breath to actually bring us out of the fight or flight. So what's funny about this sort of prehistoric fight or flight thing is that when we watch the news and they use a word that we learnt in English as adjective, when they overuse their descriptive words, or their adjectives to suck us in, they're literally drawing us into that portion of our brain that goes into fight or flight. So I watched, uh, you know, years ago I was involved, like I I was very, I'm very close friends with a couple that were going through a major breakup and I went along to help out the lady one day and I met up with her and was helping her out because that's what I do, you know. And then I ended up on the front page of the new idea a week later um, saying they've now hooked up together because they were sitting together on the beach having a conversation and someone snapped this photo, you know, and the story was so revealing to me because the story was the exact opposite of the truth. He's now come between these two. And in fact, what I was doing was actually trying to, you know, reunite them, bring them back together. And it's like people run with that story because they use a little bit of truth and a lot of lies, but they suck people in. So um yeah. last yeah. night I saw a story and and um bless his soul that that simon Cowell had had a a e bike accident you know, and my wife went, Oh my god, and she read the headlines simon cow um spinal injury uh bad spine, like terrible spinal injury in bad e bike accident and it was like it didn't need to include the bad... We know it's a terrible... It's a bad uh, a bad e-bike accident. We, we know it's a bad e-bike accident because he's actually got a spinal injury. But this yeah, is what happens yeah. in the headlines. They use as many adjectives as they can and they do things like they start counting how many people have caught this or how many people have died from this or how many people are affected by this and they just throw the count up every day and we all go... Oh, you know, exactly, and I'm not criticising those people and I'm not sure that they're even aware what they're doing, but the media are quite aware that it sells papers and it gets clicks and everything else because that's in journalism school. You know, it's how to utilise adjectives. So it's actually they're trained to do it. They're not also trained at the same time that you're messing with people's heart and messing with people's emotions. And actually, you you know, you could be doing a major disservice by reporting this in this way. But, gee, you'll sell more papers or whatever it may be. So I'm not anti-media in any way, shape or form, but I'm anti-distortion and I'm anti the, 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 you know, the, the disruption of truth and everything else because the truth is people can get through things but we put these massive stories in, send people into their fight or flight, they start becoming reactive. When they become yeah. reactive, they go out of the frontal lobe which is the creative part of the brain and they start yeah. producing all the stress-based chemicals um, and they start thinking in a different way. Instead of um, in fight or flight, we're in delta wavelength. You know, and instead of theta wavelength of, hey, I'm here with you and I've worked out how to sort this out. So whether you're talking wavelengths of frequencies in the brain, whether you're talking emotions, whether you're talking what happens to the spirit, whether you're talking about the chemicals that are produced, the portion of the brain that's firing, this is a massive effect from someone just saying one thing that's, that could be, um, oh, I've just taken the truth and I've amplified it, which plugs us all in.
1: Abs- uh, and look, I could probably talk to you about this one topic for <laughs> I just it's, that, yeah. it's just you know it, it, it's it's yeah it's it's horrible and it's like and you know in my personal life i even on a level of i now that i look back when i look at sort of people that were toxic in my life and whether that was friends or advisors or whatever um i kept, i didn't have the self-awareness at the time to know the effect once i m- made that change now that i look back i exactly like what you said i realized holy shit like even one conversation one sentence that someone negative they implant that in your head that has a chain reaction and can completely set you off you know for the whole day and it's the opposite and and, and you know we, but the the exciting thing is uh we can do the opposite in a positive way if we can train them the mind to look at it that way but
0: and as soon as you become aware too like if, if you because i went through a personal experience where i was on the front page for something that was at 180 degrees opposite of the truth then it's like soon as you see that and you know really clearly there's no doubt in your mind because it's you As soon as you yeah, see that yeah. you go ah this is really interesting so then every other article becomes really transparent you go ah, there's the truth hidden on the opposite side of that story too. There's the truth and you start to see through it. So you it's it, what it is, yeah. we can say, hey, this is this is bad, blah, blah, blah. But all we have to do is raise our awareness to these things and become more conscious of what's actually going on. And then we can bring ourselves back into the moment by going, oh, I just got sucked into something. And I love, they, um, mm-hmm. Albert Einstein was awarded in the 20s, 30s, I can't remember what it was. He was awarded like International Man of the Year or something like that. And they asked him in the interview, what's it like being the world's smartest man? And he said, I don't know, you'd have to ask Nikola Tesla, right? And so that's how much he respected Tesla. And then Tesla, um, they asked him about, you know, he said something along the lines of, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency and vibration. So in other words, this is all energy. And it's all cut in different ways. You know, the, the energy of the, the chair that I'm sitting on is a different um, quantum makeup or vibratory frequency to what the energy of this, this um, iPad that I'm talking into is. And the energy in you know, the, the plant that's over in my corner, which is a living energy, is emanating in a different frequency as well. So it's quite fascinating that as humans, we can actually make that energy go up or down based yeah. on what we think and feel and believe to be true. You know, so yeah. energy yeah. frequency, if it's all energy, then we're really, what we're got to check out is what's the frequency of my vibration and what's the frequency of the vibration of the world that I want to live in and how do I yeah. match those two up? How do I do things that take me to where I want to get? And the great, simplest way of saying it is You know growing up i wanted to be i didn't want to be bullied anymore i wanted to feel safe i wanted to feel strong i wanted to feel loved and liked and admired by girls instead of being the skinny little kid that you know didn't get any attention or and why because my dad had the trophy wife and his mom and i wanted to complete the picture like my dad so in my belief system and structure i needed to get the girl and i wasn't going to get the girl as a skinny little kid blah blah blah. so um, i basically went about okay what do i need to become And I went, all right, I'll be the Iron Man because he seems to get the girl all the time. He seems to win. And I wasn't even that talented at the time, you know, it was some hidden talent in there. But I quickly turned it all around and got the titles and got all the things and then got all those things that I wanted. But I was really, if you go further below it, I was really coming from the fear that I'd never really have that, that I wasn't good enough without that. So, from a vibratory rate, I was not vibrating um, as a happy content person, so I won everything, got the girl, yeah. then lost the girl, lost everything because I hadn't actually dealt with the actual issue was was my own insecurity you know so it's quite fascinating to, to look at things in that sense. I don't know how I got there that quick, but um, look at things that quick that, that, um, in that sense that everything's vibration, and so when your mates when you're going out to have a drink or a beer or whatever, which is what I was doing is Um, we're all we're all it's like like attracts like you know the it's the law of attraction we're all hanging around each other and you'll get what it is you're asking for but you'll get also what it is that you didn't ask for but stuck in your thinking as well so you know you're never actually free till you realize oh i've got to find those people that are going for the same thing as me and make sure i know what i'm going for
1: oh mate and yeah you've gone right into a topic that i you know wanted to to bring up which you know and, and this leads into as well uh You know, we're we're not educated about how to all the stuff you're talking about here. We're not taught this in school. We're not norm. Most of the time, we're not taught from our parents, and it's not their fault. It's a societal thing where they haven't had the opportunity to really understand that side of things because most of the time, their generation was taught that you do need to look externally and bottle things up and all that sort of thing. So it's this crazy thing where be strong and you know push on and. Um, I had a similar experience like what you're saying where what drove me was I had a, a well-known father he was a you know big politician I was known as the son of him so I was like I need to just push myself to you know be as famous or you know do whatever the hell I can to be bigger than him and then I'll be enough and and it just made me miserable and you know you, you, there's no win to it but it's we're not taught how to do this I mean how how big of a thing and then after this I want to ask you we always get the guests to just give a bit of a brief background on themselves so go back to that um, you know how how, how important do you think on a societal level it is that there is a bigger change made in formal education you know in schooling in companies etc on emotional awareness like what you're talking about now
0: What a powerful question, mate. And and before I answer it, you should get TJ, my son, on sometime and have a conversation about having famous fathers and you know I would love to navigate it. You know, he's up in the top few in the world now for Iron Man and we've we've consciously navigated that journey together the whole time because it's like your dad's the greatest you know and all this sort of stuff and, <laughs> and it's like whoa very very dangerous you know because we're all our own people you know and i yeah, often say yeah. well let's just allow the fact that you chose me allow the possibility that you chose me let's say you're sitting up there and you went i'm going to go down into that body i'm going to choose that family so there must be something about this that was perfect but find what's perfect and find what you need to be you know, unique in yourself. So you should chat in at some stage. You'd love that. He's, he's quite a well, I would really love to. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, mate. I'd love to do that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, old TJ. And, I, you know, afterwards I apologized to him years later. He's, he's named TJ because he's Trevor Jr. You know, I'm like, oh, right. mate, it seemed like a good idea at the time, you know, but when he walks down the beach in the carnival entries and, you know, for the Man race in the, the database, he's Trevor Hendy. And Trevor Hendy and it's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, mate, sorry. Um,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: But um, how important is it? Uh, what a powerful question. And I used a couple of words before that I very specifically use those words because vibratorily they have a different impact than the word education, but consciousness and awareness, you know. Um, when we think of the word consciousness, it means I'm conscious. I'm actually I'm you know in the classical term I'm awake. I'm unconscious or yeah. unconscious. Well, in a in a uh, mental, spiritual, emotional awareness perspective, it means I'm awake. Aha! I can see what's going on. I'm not asleep. I'm not hypnotized. I'm not believing in all the the bullshit and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. consciousness yeah. is a really powerful thing when you combine that that. Um, definition of consciousness with the idea, um, and I often say to people, don't believe anything I say, just see if you can feel what I'm saying, but with the idea that each human being, not at a body level, but not and not at a mind level, but at a soul level, is in fact a consciousness themselves. So if you are your own spark of consciousness, if you are here with a very unique um, vibratory set of skills and, and ways that you go about and things you lean towards, then as a consciousness, if you can be supported to be conscious you know and that's what's then you become a conscious yeah. co-creator in this world as opposed to you're a co-creator because the person that's yelling and screaming at somebody at the lights who's unconscious they're still co-creating the situation they're just yeah. unconscious of what they're actually doing you know the person is actually fighting screaming you know loving freely just being bright and smiling they're, they're consciously they're, they're co-creating the situation that they walk into but they might not be conscious of it so yeah. h- how do we start with our schooling? And, and so that's the word awareness. I've become more aware. I can see, you know. So I often say that in my experience that the first level of awareness, uh, the, of um, the awareness that I'm interested in is not awareness of food or awareness of whatever. They're different things. I'm talking about awakening. First level of awareness is self-awareness, you know. And aware of who I am is A, and B is aware of who or what I'm not. So when I'm yelling, and I'm angry, and I'm cranky, and then I go, oh, there's something about this that's not right, it's because a little part of the real me is going, that's not you. You know, that's not you that's doing that, or when you're on a bender, or you're destroying yourself, or you're sabotaging yourself, or, you know, um, that's actually not us, that's our patterns, that's our our mind-made self, that's some of our, you know, things that we've grown up and, and added to in our life in whatever way, shape, reason from the conditioning that we've had so it's the person we've become as opposed to the person we are deep down inside so so if we can help a a person a young child replaced with word a young consciousness become conscious of who they are and also conscious of who are not who they are and what they're not you now know you've been on a similar journey to me in a lot of ways you've been down paths and gone that's not the path you know but you had to go down the path You could argue that you had to go down the path to go, that's definitely not me. You know, I am so much better for going down the path. If we can get down it without too much collateral damage of us and others, then that's great because the right amount of lesson and the right amount of learning is a good thing. Um, If we're really deeply unconscious and the people around us are unconscious and we're going for victory winning success um money accolades awards you know acknowledgement higher education if we're going for all the things that don't involve our consciousness they just involve our personality um, then we can get a long way down that path before we wake up so then it's what my old spiritual teacher used to say and and uh, when i say spiritual i have no religious denomination attached to me no beliefs in that area very much about who we are beyond all the belief systems um and and the, the the word spiritual is such a, but so many connotations attached to it, but just I'm talking about who we really are, you know. So one thing he used to say, um, and I lost my train of thought there, basically, as we're becoming more conscious and we go through different things, we're becoming aware of who we are and we're becoming aware of who we're not. And we're going to bump into situations left, right and centre that will we have to go into wake up. If we don't get the the message from life or the message from the universe straight away, we'll get a tap, you know, a little tap, hey, whack, a little slap across the face, wake up, mate, you know. And then we go, no, 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 I've got this, you know, I can get away with this, and then the universe will give you a whack. And it's a bit harder, and it's giving, like, mate, I'm serious, you're out of integrity with yourself here. And if we go, no, no, I've got this, and we keep going on that line, that you know, then we get the Mack truck. You know the truck comes through and plows over us and 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 it can be worse than that we can actually get the whole box and dice you know um Mm -hmm. so it's the tap it's the whack it's the mac truck you know and so basically in answering the question is imagine if we taught self-awareness in schools in primary school imagine if we had just a a, we, we were free enough to say hey yeah, go do your religion, go do your philosophy, go do whatever you do. But deep down inside, let's have a class where you can explore who you are, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, why did you react that way? You know, is there a better way to react? How did that feel? Did What, what fired up? What energy did you feel inside? Imagine if you just became more yeah. self-aware right through to yeah. what we talked about, the wavelengths of the brain, the chemicals in our brain, the foods that create what, the thoughts that create what. Imagine if you had classes like that from a young age that started very, very simply Then, and we also said, by the way, you are your own person. So you're here to make all the mistakes you need to be, need to do. But just remember, you know, that while you're making mistakes, you're affecting yourself and others. So, okay, it's good to know, make a mistake and learn it for yourself, but just be careful. Don't go damaging and hurting anybody else. You know, imagine having that parameters to go, oh, right, it's my own thinking I have to develop, not inherit my fathers, my mothers, my teachers, my priests, my coaches, my you know, um, whatever it might be, my political party that I follow, you know, my my race, my gender, my sexuality, you know, because even that these days we're talking about inclusivity. I'm big fan of it all for inclusivity, but it's really, really interesting as well that um, there's also group thinking in within each all these things, which we're putting inclusive together. And, you know, people have group think, people have group reaction. You only have to look at the results of the US election four years ago and you know people would be surprised by what I what I believe's going on over there but if you look at the and I won't go into that but what when you look at the reactions that people have gone into and the non-acceptance of who got voted in and the and the whole painting and picture and and just automatic reverb of sexist you know all this sort of stuff it's like wow is that your own thoughts or did you get that off the media back to full circle what we're talking about so if we don't introduce at some point in time some sort of self-awareness into our our education and start it early then we must be doing the opposite if we're not actually training people to think for themselves we must be telling them if you think this way and you can recite a few things then you'll get the high rewards in life because you get the university degree and everything else so we're almost you could argue that we're programming you know our future kids by saying this is the way Instead of saying, Absolutely. well, this is the way that we're teaching you, but what do you think? And uh, you might have had the experience, a lot of people have and maybe it's changing yeah. now, but when you challenge the teacher, I remember challenging the religion teacher in about grade six and uh, grade eight, actually, and, oh, boy, did I get in trouble, you know? And my yeah. daughter left school, you know, for a couple of years in year seven, eight, and my half of nine, homeschooled everything because she said, oh, actually, I knew the truth and I challenged the teacher on something and... And I just watched the teacher tear shreds off the whole class. She said, "It's not the teacher. I like the teacher. It's not the teacher, but the 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 education system in its shadow yeah. form, the way that it's not resolved just yet, that side of it, um, not so great." Having said that, ninety yeah. percent of what's going on there is good people and good teachers trying to do the right thing inside an environment that could do with some more awareness. The teachers could do with more awareness. The principals could do with more, and they're they're better. I, I work with a lot of them now, and there's some amazing ones out there, but. Yeah. But just in, keep introducing more self-awareness opportunities and classes and things and, and allow people to think for themselves and then they won't go down some of the paths that we got caught going down at a younger age because we had to go down to prove a point or exactly, to go the opposite yeah. direction of someone who's told me not to, you know, all that sort of yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, to your point, it's like this: none of this is any individual's fault. It's like we're, we've all been taught that, that this is a structure and how things are meant to happen. So how is that person until they get that opportunity? And, and it's also hard when I know, when I've had friends where, you know, and I, but I, at points in time, I was like, oh, why won't they change? And I'm trying to help them and they don't want to, but then you realize, hang on, you know, if I look back to when I was, and I'm still on my own journey, but at a certain, you know, that point of it, I, you can't tell someone to do it. So it's gotta be this, you know, middle ground of giving people the opportunity to, um, to, to have that awareness, you know, which again, like you were talking about, it needs to be on that deeper level and that, you know, societal level being taught how to be aware and massaging that into just everyday life and teachings and conversation rather than um, having to, you know, because you can't just force it onto someone, which it, it's this middle ground sort of thing. But um, the other thing that I was going to uh, ask you as well is, and I, I really grapple with this. Um, and I remember when I... I've always been still very ambitious, but I remember having this realization thing, hang on, you know, nothing external is ever going to complete me or make me happy. And, and, um, and then I thought about it and I was like, like thinking, well, what are, what, what are the things I really like, really care about, you know, family, looking after myself, I love exercising, traveling, doing all these things. I was like, I don't, I can do all this stuff regardless of whether I have. And I thought, and then I, I thought about it for a bit and I was like, hang on this, it's almost too easy. I need, I need, I need some more turmoil in my life. It's too simple. Um, and I, what I grapple with to this day is how do you stay ambitious? You know, chase your goals and operate in this world that we're in, where the value systems that we're presented through mass media, social media, all the things you're talking about, are basically trying to steer you completely in the opposite direction. How do you find that middle ground where you stay centered and true to yourself but still operate in that realm that i find that really tricky
0: i um turned 52 two days ago you know and um i happy birthday mate. thanks mate yeah. thank you and um and i still find it uh a challenge it's a constant challenge to do that because if we go back to energy frequency and vibration everything's vibrating at different rates and so yeah. um there's distortion and there's you know things that are bent and twisted and 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 sucking people in and re-stimulating us into fight or flight, into survival mode and all that sort of stuff. So definitely continuing to become more and more aware of what it is that we react to and when it was that the reaction started, because we can go into reaction and the reaction doesn't arrive inside of us, say we get angry or something. The the part of us that gets angry, that gets plugged in, doesn't go, okay, I'm going to take over now. We're going to go from consciousness to anger, um, and it's going to be an ugly thing, and you're going to regret it later. It just comes in seamlessly, doesn't announce its arrival, and we just go, yes, and it kind of takes us (laughs) over. So it's kind of like, you can imagine those trees that are wrapped in vines, and eventually they think that the vine is them. you know And eventually, I don't Mm -hmm. know if you're into the forest, and you walk through, and you find that the vines have eaten the treeway and all you've got left is the vine and a big hollow bit in the middle, you know? So yeah, that's yeah, a little yeah. bit like a life lived unconsciously because all these little seeds and snakes and vines and things and thoughts of, oh, I'll get revenge over this person. And you know what? If I can actually win this, you know, living example, if I can win that, then I'll get the girl and I'll shut that guy up and I'll you know, dominate this and then see how they feel, you know, and yeah. <laughs> so what happens is you're letting the vines come up around the, the beautiful oak tree or the trunk or the, the rainforest redwood or whatever it may be um, yeah. and as the vines come up, if they can feed off of that energy, if you allow them to, they grow into a, like a life of their own and mm. done really, really well, the vines eventually kill the tree and then they've, they have they don't have the capacity to climb up into the sky like the tree does on their own, they need to suck off something else. So, yeah, I'm sure yeah, we all know yeah. those people that you think, Oh my goodness. they got they got away from them a few years ago and they never quite got off the alcohol or they never quite got off this or yeah. they never quite let go of that anger thing or they never quite let go of the bitterness with their mum or their dad or their ex partner or whatever it may be and so yeah. the thing takes over. So energy itself yeah. is very attractive and it'll attract the parts of you that are unresolved. That's what I that's what I know to be true. So we get drawn down and sucked down and seduced is a wonderful word, seduced down a path of reaction or revenge. It might look like positivity and it might even look like proactivity, but it's underpinned by revenge, you know? So we get seduced down these pathways because something inside of us is unresolved from a young age, from something, from whatever we're we're carrying along. So that's one way to become aware is become aware that hang on, as I said before, Part A is who am I? Part B is who who am I not? You know, yeah. oh, I've gone back into that manic, working really hard. And now that you're aware of it, you'll notice that you'll get into working hard for a period of time. And then you go, oh, damn, I did it again. I lost my yeah. way. I, yeah. I've lost the balance, you know. So I find that yeah. that tricky and challenging all the time. But it's what it's serving is it's serving you to become more aware as you go. Um, mm-hmm. So that's really quite fascinating in itself. But when I think about it, you know, um, if I walk down the beach on a particular day when I'm relatively healthy and I the sun shines on my face and the, just the breeze is light and a couple of friends around, and the waves might be nice, um, that doesn't guarantee that I'm going to be back in the moment because I can still be in my head thinking about this thing that I'm going, what am I going to say to that guy? I can't believe he said that to me. You know, like, I'll tell him in an email. Or I'll tell, I better talk to a few other people about it like, so that the fight or flight thing can be ticking away, you know. So... But if I, all yeah. of a sudden that nature reaches me, and I you know you're aware of what I'm talking about, that Absolutely. you go, you go, oh, and you drop into this, you drop out of the fight or flight, into the rest and repair, rest and recovery, rest and restore, whatever you want to call it. You're producing different chemicals, which produce different thoughts again, because your body then, where your mind goes, your body will follow. So your body relaxes yeah. even more. You start breathing yeah. a little bit deeper into the yogic breath, and you start sinking in. You go, ah. Oh, and then your awareness opens up and you start seeing the world in a different way and you go, this is what I want more of. And then you realize in that moment, there's no reason why I can't have this. Hang on. And all you really did was got out of your head. You got out of your mind and into your beingness. You could say into your heart, into your connection with nature, into that more natural vibratory rate. So what we discover in those moments is that never went anywhere. It was always there. But I went away from it or I covered it up or I I seemingly lost it because I got into anger or I got into revenge or I got into positive, proactive, I'm going to study, I'm going to get the best qualification or I'm going to make the AFL or I'm going to become the world Ironman champion or get whatever it might be, lose those kilos or whatever. So we, we go into an action and we lose ourselves out of the moment. But when we come back into the moment, what did we get? Fresh air? Maybe a bit of sunshine helped, maybe a bit of light breeze, maybe a bit of water around us. So they're the physical elements. But when we came into it, what did we have? It's not even because I had my favorite top on or because I'd eaten the best meal this morning. It's like you're there for no other reason other than I'm present again. So really what I'm, why I'm saying it is because it's the realization that there is no reason to lose that when we continue But our mind does come up and starts doing this thing where it goes, oh, if I go into action here, I might lose the moment, but it'll be worth it. And the mind then goes into the past and future because the future will be much better if I get this done. And so we go into the duality of the mind, which is right right or wrong, good or bad. If anyone's listening, just feel these, hot or cold, Um, win or lose, success or failure, fat or skinny, rich or poor, dumb or smart, pretty or ugly, you know, cool or uncool, like these are all basically dualities in the mind. They're all actually judgments, a positive or a negative judgment on something. So it's all mind-based living. So if we achieve all that and we get it all on the positive side of that, it's really, really hard to maintain because now we've got to hold this structure together and it all falls apart again. It's like Mm -hmm. trying to build a house of cards where you only put cards up on one side you know, mm-hmm. but when you put, when you can embrace the hot and cold, the the winning and losing, the good and bad, and you put them together, you can create the house of cards as they lean against each other, and then yeah. what's created is this other thing out of these these subtle things that are leaning against each other. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the crazy thing is, um, at a spiritual level, an energetic level, at a true nature level, whatever you want to call it, um, at a soul level, we're actually not in the past or the future. We exist here in the now. You know. And
1: there's nothing else, is there? There is like,
0: nothing else.
1: You know, and there's no... The future's always the present. There's no like, left you know? or
0: right, up or down, past, you know, forward or back. I'm just here. Yeah. You know, yeah. and when, yeah. if for anyone has experienced those moments, and most people have at different stages whether they accidentally got there or not, um, yeah. and I used to get them through sport because I'd so concentrate and focus on them, I'd pop into the moment. And I used to call it effortless effort, like all of a sudden I'd be free, you know, and I'd yeah. be alive yeah. and free and feeling as though anything was possible. And in those moments, I was like, I just wanted to get that back. So then my mind would permanently try and get that back as well, you know, which is kind of crazy how it all works.
1: And Um, then it goes sort of against what got you there in the first place. And this is this is why I got in, I, I pursue acting and I've been doing it for a while. And I, I used to the same thing, compete in sport at a high level. That's what I wanted to do. But that feeling of when you're in the moment in that flow state. And, um, that's why I got into acting as well. It's that same thing where you're in there when you're really present doing it, or it's even, you know, if you're having a conversation like we are now, I'm so engaged in hearing what you're saying that everything else fades away. And Absolutely. It's just such a great feeling, but then, like you said before, you can get caught in this weird thing where it's like, oh, that felt good. I need to replicate that. And then you're trying to manufacture it and then it doesn't happen. So it's like this very, I guess it's like playing golf. Like if you're in the moment, you know, you're not trying too hard, but you're sort of, you're there, you can play well. If, as soon as you try and put force behind it, it won't happen. So it's like this very, very fine line.
0: What a perfect analogy. Cause what happens, what happens when we over try, we do something wrong. We pull the ball left or we pull the ball right. Yeah, you know yeah. so if you think about that that's exactly what's happening is that we when we're in the moment and then we go yeah I want to we actually whether it's positive or negative the next thing we go into we either pull ourselves left or right we pull ourselves yeah, yeah, away yeah. from the center and away from going all the, just you know right through the middle but even in the conversation yeah. while we're talking about that's why i say to people don't believe anything i say is because we're all our own master this is it's a mm-hmm. load of shit that i know more than anybody else or anyone else knows more than me or you or whatever because mm-hmm. we might have a, a level of intelligence around certain things but we have access to this information inside of ourselves we it's not it's um and i don't want to get into the intellect side because i fire people up when i say this sometimes but i oh, know you not you but other people <laughs> listening but But yes, you can know things um, relative to, um, you know, information or education or whatever it may be. But there's a place beyond that that knowledge base where we have an awareness base, a gut base, a I know exactly what to do in this situation base. Now, I've got some friends who are ridiculously intelligent, you know. They've turned themselves into billionaires, they're, you know, amazing people, right? And they're really interesting people and fascinating, love them, good people. And then I've got friends that, who have trouble piecing a few words together, you know, have always just been, you know, maybe they they grew up boxing or they did something else and they just, you know, use their hands, they're on the tools a little bit, they never quite, you know, work the way through whatever, they haven't developed those faculties that that billionaire who's got the business mind has. yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can say to either of them in one moment, when they get emotionally stuck, I can say, I trust that you know what you need to do. And they'll both make the right decision in that moment. So intellectual intelligence has nothing to do with knowing what to do. And when we're having the conversation is the part of us that goes, God, it feels good, it brings us back in the moment is because, ah, oh, this is so true. It takes us out of all this other vibration, which if I was to make the noise, is more like, eh, you know, the normal world is just like, eh, there's this cranky, cranked up, high velocity vibration where we're all wound up. When we find the peaceful moment, we're like, oh, you know, right through the middle. And it's, we come out of that, that jungle of vines, you know, and yeah. we just kind of fall back onto the forest floor and we stand there and go, oh, I'm here and I'm present. So, it's very much yeah. a, it's what I call um, a spiritual awakening is realizing, oh, I'm not my thoughts. It's that simple.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and to your point, you know, you, and I'm a huge believer in, in you know, following your gut. You, you, If you listen to it, it always tells you what the right thing to do is. You just, you feel it. And when you go against it, it feels wrong. It's like this, you know, forceful, just, it feels yuck. So you just don't want to do it. And to your point, whether you're, rich poor doing this doing that it doesn't matter we're all can tune into that and uh, you know I, i've met so many incredibly wealthy people and a huge majority of them that you know haven't done the the self-work or caught up in you know needing to make the money to validate themselves they're this they're, they're so miserable and and even you know by um you know they've they've, they've told me I'm, I'm unhappy and and i've asked so many people because i'm fascinated by you know trying to learn about that side and every person i've talked to that i've said you know has the money made you any happier than when you didn't have it and they've all said you know basically zero percent it's you know it's like uh so it goes back to the importance of what you're talking about and how it doesn't matter who who we are where we come from what our position is what our social status is what our whatever our standing is we all have the opportunity to just be able to get the most out of life and be present and you know do operate at, at our best level and, you know, be, find that peace um, if we can take the opportunity to do it.
0: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too.